All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name is Zach. Uh, I've just gone through the so-called tornado coming through Sydney. wasn't so much. And I'm pretty sure it missed us on the beaches and it's probably missed Randwick as well. Um, but it was pretty full on out west. But uh, this episode, we're going to be talking all things Caulfield. There's some big things coming out of there, especially incentivized, drawing the absolute car park, as well as um, Delphi as well. But um, we'll recap some of the stuff that happened on the weekend, especially Zaki going down, which was very surprising. Um, Animo was good in the guineas. Um, we can mention the thousand guineas yesterday as well. My normal host with me or guest doing the form is Nick, and he is here once again. Nick, how are you? Mate, not too bad. Um, I it's been raining here all day as well, but sounds like it was golf balls falling from the sky in Sydney. Oh, you're you're in Canberra, one of the great one of the great spots. It's a really good place. Um, this is sort of the time of year that Canberra starts to really show its true colours, though. You know, spring. The pollen is, oh, yeah, the pollen is fucked down here at the moment, mate. I don't, I don't even suffer from hay fever, but I'm genuinely like, I wake up every morning, my nose is dripping like a tap. Fuck, you're one of those guys. Not usually. If you saw the size of my schnoz, though, you'd probably be <laughs> like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. You do. You've got a pretty good one. You got a Blake Ferguson style one, but um, very we, blessed. We, uh, if we, how have you been going on the punt? Um, I know that I put out a little tip yesterday with yearning, didn't back it, and then you backed it as well, mate. What's the go there? You like it? Yeah, yeah I did like yearning. I thought the price was just ridiculous. I didn't think it'd win in that way. But it was really good. Obviously, the format of that elusive express race and yearning showing to be pretty good. And I think Zuzarella and horses like this who have been up for a couple of runs this prep, like that's her fourth or fifth run, Zuzarella in her first prep. So it sort of just showed that she probably needs to go for a bit of a spell now, I reckon. So that yeah. no, was really good. Um, obviously, the weekend I'm Thunderstruck was a pretty good result too. Um, which is good, but it's nice to have some good midweek racing on yesterday, mate. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it, having group ones? But obviously, um, Caulfield was last weekend as well, and we'll touch on Lombardo. So Lombardo was, um, look, I think uh, uh, it was in a lot of people's multis. Um, pandemic obviously came second, but Lombardo for Mick Price and uh, John McNeil, pretty good. Went around a dollar eighty, but it won like one. Yeah, I like. I, I reckon this horse looks like it's going to be a really handy horse. It beat Pandemic, who's already sort of a horse that's proven as a sort of listed group three horse. And I think he looks far better than pandemic. So who knows what the ceiling is? Um, yeah, he's a bit of a gangly looking thing. I don't know what yeah. you thought, but I, I thought it looks like he still doesn't get quite around the bends very well. He looked so. a bit awkward. Looked like he got on the wrong foot, but still, hang, yeah, still come he, home real ease. He might just be a gun Flemington horse if he gets his chance to go there. So, no, nah, he was really impressive. We'll skip, um, we'll skip Shihonka, mate. We'll, it went, ended up going around favourite, so well found, but came 11th. Um, we'll go to the Scalacci. I thought Scalacci was a pretty cool run. Um, this is where you, you went with September run. I was very iffy. Um, Savatoxel won, though. $6, I think it was probably a little bit of overs. I think Dosh wrote, ran a really good race, too. But this Savatoxel, um, fucking Luke Curry, can't catch him. But what do you reckon? Yeah, you go back and have a look at her form as well and, you know, winning group ones over in Adelaide and um, running against some really handy horses, like obviously speeding instant celebrity and horses like that. So she definitely had the right form coming into it. I just thought that September run had found a better track than the Valley, but that'll be the last time I back her around <laughs> around a bend, I reckon. Yeah, um, I thought watch. Bella Nicotina was really good again too. Um race a little bit closer just because it was such a small field. And I think once she gets to 
maybe Flemington or a bigger field at Caulfield, I reckon she'll be, she's got another win in there as well. I think they were all pretty close, right? Except for Shakiro, but I think from first to sixth, it was only like one and a half lengths or something. So it was a good win, Savatoxel, but yeah, keep me... I, Always had a soft spot for Rohirrin, so would have liked to have seen that do well. Um, me too, me too. Zaki, let's go to it. So this is the might and power. Zaki goes around dollar twenty eight with Craig Williams aboard. Um, you wouldn't have felt confident for a lot of that race. You, I, I was going, well, when's he going to make a move? Where's the split? Whatever. Then you see just the two black and yellow silks just coming out of the coming mm. into the straight, and you're like, is he, where's what's the story? Is there any 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 gaps? Is he coming out? And to be honest. Didn't look like I don't know. I didn't look at any vet reports or whatever. But what happened? It was just not race to suit. Yeah, I just I don't think it was a. I don't think Craig would want to go back and watch that ride again. It wasn't. It wasn't a putrid ride in terms of where he got to in the run. I just don't think he got the horse in a very good rhythm at all. Mm. And then Brett Prep was just riding so well at the moment. If you go back and watch. Um, what he actually did on probability to cut to the inside. He, he, it was really clear what he was trying to do. And if he didn't do it, non-conformist probably would have won. Yeah. Um, I think... Well, probably was no donkey. No, and that's the thing I think we forgot when Zaki came out and beat her by two or three lengths. I think we forgot how good she actually is. We sort of thought, ah, oh, it's probably again. There's no way they can turn the tables. But she's actually just really good yeah. as well. Um, You'd be sick. There, I don't was know. Some, there was some massive bets taken with us, like 50,000, 60,000 on Zaki. And, yeah, we did pay out Zaki for the Cox Plate. So, <laughs> it's yeah, it's, I, it's a nervous one. I, I wouldn't be ruling him out. I'd say it's Of course. A, well, J-Mac's going to be aboard. Exactly. It's not a... Um, so, obviously, a 4-5 horse field probably doesn't suit him either. He nah. probably needs a little bit more pressure and um, it's similar to, be able to actually get into a nice rhythm. I think it's similar to so, like very elegant and stuff, right? So very elegant has loves the big fields. Um, but when you look at Zaki, you can't ride it off, right? So J-Mac's going to go down ride. Hugh is going down as is, um, who is it? Hugh, J-Mac. You're telling the story, mate. Whatever. Come back to it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so let's skip. We'll go to um, Animo. What did you think of the Caulfield Guinea? So Animo, obviously, there was a stack of money early on when the markets first opened for Artorias, um, but then the money came back for Animo. What do you think? Uh, Artorias is pretty stiff. I thought, um, and that was the thing about the barrier as well. Like You miss the start, and then you find yourself along the fence. When you actually see how he's run out the race, he ran really, really well. Animo's just... He's a star, really. Like, Ollie rode him like the best horse, three deep and back in the field and just got a little bit of cover and then just too good, really. Um, yeah. He's just a gun. And it's exciting that he's going to a Cox Plate. It's sort of... I, I think he might be better than Castle Vecchio. So, and I don't reckon there's any um, murder glass in this race or Lee's Grisher. So, I reckon he'd be a bit of a chance against Zaki and those horses. Big call. Um, that other jockey was Glenn Boss. So Glenn Boss will ride Sir Dragon A. Hugh Bowman will be on Mwanga. Um, yeah. So Melbourne jockey's a bit off it that the Sydney lads are coming down, but, or, you know, I love, I love watching <laughs> Especially that. Especially with Jamie Carr and stuff out, those top jockeys from Sydney yeah. will get the best rides. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll look at one. Oh, there's two more, actually. So I'm Thunderstruck. Obviously, I think you you made it a pretty good thing. Mick Price and uh, Jai again. 320, pretty good run from Tefane as well as Superstorm. But, um, mate, this thing looked pretty good. Yeah, like, and the ride was exceptional too. Like, he 
definitely rode it aggressively and took gaps when he had to. And there are a few gaps that only half a horse could have fit through that he went through. So I think it says a bit about Jai and then a bit about the horse too, that he's actually really willing to win. Um, Tofane with 58 kilos. I didn't think she could run in the top couple. So, but she was Tough really, run. really good. Yeah. So there's, there's got to be a race for her. Like, I don't know if they'll go Empire Rose or... 1,400 seems to be a distance, that sort of range. So, 1,400, 1,600. So, I think an Empire Rose looks pretty good for her. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, stoked with the win. It was, um, it was, he was really good. And the last was Delphi. Um, he tipped this one as well. Went around pretty much two barks. The chosen one's there as well and um, others. But this thing, uh, it won pretty well for the Freedmans and Oliver, but it has also drawn a barrier 19 this weekend. I know. He was um, very, very good. It was another arrogant ride, wasn't it? He sort of circled them at the four five hundred and just kept going. You so, love those rides, absolutely. You just when they take off at Caulfield, it seems to be a thing in that Herbert Power that it happens. I, was it Yucatan did the same thing in yeah. one by seven a year or two ago? Um, so yeah, no, nah, that was a really good win. I don't know if there's going to be any horses behind him that are going that well though, which is probably the issue. But I thought, yeah, no, nah, really good. It would have been interesting to see how him be floating artist would have been. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that was Caulfield, and then we uh, we go straight back for this weekend. We um we look at race one. We're expecting probably I think it's a soft six now, but maybe like a soft five, soft six from the weekend. Um, we have a favourite in Eagles Crag. Uh, that opened two eighty. It's already two bucks. So that has been smashed, and there's been no scratching. So already in eighty cents. Signers Express is five fifty in a little bit. Cool Mimi's Award. Uh, has been drifting out to 13, and then we've got a bunch of others at big odds. But this thing has been smashed. Like, 280 into 2-bit, $2 is a pretty big go. Looks a pretty good horse, too. Um, at Benalla, it was, I think, jumped from one of the wider gates and had to come across, and it sort of sat second, third, fourth, and then showed a pretty good turn of foot and was eased up on the line. So showed that it, it's probably got some ability, and this is only a benchmark, eh? Horses like Cool for I just they keep going back to the well consist constantly with his horse and he just can't get a win. So you couldn't have him. I, I really like Eagles Crag and then I'm surprised that Mimi's awards drifting, especially with a bit of rain around. So I'll be having something each way there, um, coming out of that Serielo miss race as well. So it gets out to even thirteen dollars I'd be happy with on an each way play. But Eagles Crag looks the winner and Mimi's award maybe is the, the roughy. Sweet. Um, yeah, you just got to take notice of that sort of money, eh? 280 into two bucks. Um, Absolutely. The race two is Vianello, um, the Godolphin runner, 270 into 250. Morioka's there for Walla, Lady Adelaide at six bucks for Billy Egan. No crying, John McNeil at six, Game Legend at 850. There's a fair bit um, under $10 here. Um, but are we going, what are we doing? Are we going with the Godolphin, Vianello? Oh, I'm not real keen on the race. Vianello. It's true, a little bit of a, a little bit of a non-winner. I think it's only one. It's made and run. So yeah, um, one win, five places. It's coming out of the Queen of Dubai Zuzarella form, which is obviously reasonable form for something like this. So probably does look the best horse in the race. Um, I really, to be honest, mate, I didn't really like the race at all. Um, Lady Adelaide won and run at sale, um, and and that was on the soft as well. So maybe there's something there. But BNLO definitely the class. Just hate non-winners. Yeah. Um, Mention I'll mention a little uh, bonus thing. So every every single bookie is doing like you know all these different bets and whatever. Um, I know that Tab, yep, self promotion. They're doing a venue mode. So pretty much if you're at the races, you're at the pub or whatever. If your horse doesn't finish in the top half of the field, 
um, you get your money back or up to 50 bucks. So that's like, I know that others are doing like first five races or whatever, but they're doing um, all at Sydney and all at Melbourne. So those big fields, especially when you're running like 15, 16 runners and you, whatever, come eighth, you're still getting um, a fair whack there, especially like going into the quaddy legs. There you go. So look, I've been known to park outside a pub and put my bets on <laughs> and then leave, but you know what? It works. My old man does the exact same thing, mate, which is like a Saturday morning ritual. He goes up and sits to shout out to the West Penhills Sports Club. He goes and sits out in the car park there for an hour and puts Gets the venue mode on. Well, well I'm, I'm lucky enough now that where I live, I can get venue mode from my couch. So that's <laughs> sick. I'm about, I'm a good, I'm a good like, I reckon, fuck, boy, 400 meters from like the pub or whatever, or yeah. the RSL, and it works on my lounge. So that's, that's outstanding. pretty good going. <laughs> it's sick. Very um, good going. I'll be at the Everest this weekend, though, so I'll have to take advantage. Um, the Gothic Stakes, um, something you wear in your teens, mate. So we got Extreme <laughs> Flight um, at 340 for the Freedmans, in from 390, a little bit there. Sandy Prince going around again, 380. Um, hasn't won for a couple of starts when it did at Sandown. Cheerful Legend, Park Avenue, Prince Alexander, and then the list goes on. But a little bit of money for the fave there, Extreme Flight. I'm pretty happy with Sandy Prince. I actually thought his run in the Forgot You race at the Valley was actually not too bad. And two there, was What was that, sorry? He had two races against um, Forgot You. Yeah. Last two starts. Got skittled both times over the top line, so... And he'd come out and run really well um, in the Guineas. So I'm, I'm really glad that they've took, brought this horse back to 1,400 because I don't think he goes 15, 1,600. So 1,400 looks he's going there. Doesn't really look to be heaps of speed. Knows he goes all right in the soft. So I thought he was actually a pretty good bet in this race. Sandy Prince. All right. Well, um, I think I backed the last two starts, so it owes me some cash. Um the sack F- file for you probably if it loses this weekend. Um, you're something you're pretty keen on, mate. In race four, the ethereal stakes over two thousand is Kapalua Sunset. Um, it's two dollars yeah. ten, but it did open two ninety yesterday. So we're recording Thursday, Arvo. Um, Stalking's there on a little bit of a drift to eight fifty. Glint of hope at nine. Uh, Mokalua, that's there, but everything is pretty much drifting except for this favourite that's just been bashed for you know Brett Preble aboard, mate. Yeah, this is um this is my Oaks horse. It's been em- entered both in the Derby and the Oaks, and I know it's been pretty well back too. Um, Kynes and Wynn was unbelievable. It was one by six or seven lengths. I think he got back into about a dollar thirty, dollar forty that day. Um, oh, she should just be winning this. It's as simple as that. She's going really, really good. Um, O'Brien's so good with getting these sort of fillies and stuff ready for big races. And two thousand meters looks like she'll she'll absolutely eat that up. So. I don't think any of these other horses will get near her um, if I could give it enough of a wrap. But two ten looks looks like a fine price to me. I think she'd be jumping a dollar seventy, a dollar eighty. Can't believe it opened two ninety. Yeah, I can't believe it's opened two ninety. I wish I, that would have been crunched in the first hour. I would have yeah, thought as soon did. as markets open. So yeah, she's pretty good. She's really smart. Fucking hell. Um, all right, race number five, 2,000 meters, Gunstock. Pretty sure you made this a good thing the other week. This is 320, the fave. Micro's there. Next line of betting, a little bit of a, let's come in a little bit, into 460, Gun Deck. That's going to be annoying, Gunstock and Gun Deck. Tis Magic, El Patrones, T Waters, and Reset the Jazz. They're all there. Reset the Jazz, 51 bucks into 18, though. So someone's had a little lick. Uh, are you with Gunstock? Oh, that's he's really no. disappointed me. He really disappointed me, and it does look like he needs further, and 2,000 will probably suit him. 
but it's just not that big of a rise. And I think a horse like Micro is someone that I want to be with getting out to 2000. I thought he's run at the Valley. He's a really big, dumb, gangly looking horse. Um, and, and he was running behind Forgot You and that Sandy Prince race as well at the Valley. And he just didn't straighten up into the last hundred and he actually hit the line pretty well. Um, I reckon Caulfield, this race sort of suits him. You'll actually find a pretty good spot because there's not a ton of speed in the race. I thought Micro wasn't a bad play in this race. And then the other one was El Patroness. I know it's jumping from gate 13, but it might come across and sit just outside the leader. So can't bag it to win knocking off Gunstock as yeah, well. Yeah, that's what so I mean. Yeah. I'd be Micro and then El Patroness is my second pick and just praying to God Gunstock doesn't win, to be honest. <laughs> I'm surprised um, El Patroness <laughs> is... Um... Nine fifty or ten bucks. I'm pretty sure. I, I would have thought maybe a bit, a bit shorter. But um, uh, Mr. Pappenhausen sent in his tip for the day and it's Gunstock. So you've just pretty much written it off, and that's his. So good luck, both of you. Um, the Munga Stakes race number six. This is uh, Buffalo River uh, for Maroney and McNeil. God, McNeil gets some good rides. Um, Four twenty into three twenty already. Zutori, Linda Meach. Um, so fucking hell. If that one last start. That would have um, made oh. my day. King Magnus, Just a Canter, one of my favourites, and Be Good to Your Mother and Gorwa are there as well. Uh, obviously, Buffalo River's been backed, but are you giving Zutori another chance? Uh, if it was at Flemington, I would. Um, this has got to be Buffalo, Buffalo River's race, especially if it's wet down there. He's been sort of crying out for a race where there's a little bit of sting taken out of the ground. Um, I actually thought he was... Pretty good on the dry when Carmel Ash just got over the top of him. I thought he was pretty good. So the fact that they're backing him up means that they're probably pretty keen with the weather around. So I'm happy with Buffalo River. I can see why there's money for him, especially with a bit of rain around. So I would have thought he'd be pretty hard to beat in this race. Chips in, eh? Yeah, hopefully we've backed the winner prior to it. That'd be good. If Kapalua Sunset wins, then we'll, um, we'll reassess the amount we place. All right. Uh, first leg of the quad is the Tristark, and Colette is fave. $2.90, and Nimalee is the weather, uh, is there as well. What is it? Five bucks. Chaliot, Sorelio, Miss. Look, there's a couple here that are all around the $5 mark. Pride of Jenny in from, uh, what is it, nine fifty in from 13. It's been backed, and then you've got Karma Lass and stuff as well there. Obviously, Colette's like a pretty good horse. It's going to be third up, maybe a soft track. Are you with? Um. I'd probably, I would have been with Cirello Miss potentially, but she ran yesterday, so I'd say she'd be coming out. Um, Fucker, she did too. After, I, yeah, so keep I, her I'd out. I'd say she probably won't be running. Um, I'm worried about Colette in this race. She gets her conditions with the soft, but I'm just worried that, because this was supposed to be a Caulfield Cup horse, um, and that was the plan all along, and then she had a little bit of a setback, um, was supposed to run two weeks ago in that very elegant incentivised race. And that was over 2,000. So I'm a little bit worried about it coming back to 1,400. So I think 290 is well under the odds. Um, $4. I like Shayu, to be honest. Um, I thought her win was enormous at Sandown. And not, there was no speed in that race behind Be Good to Your Mother. And I thought she hit the line really well. And the horses in behind, none of them made any ground. Goes to the 1,400. Um, looks a pretty good bet to me. She knows she goes okay on the soft. Um Five starts before wins at the distance as well. So I think it's a really good chance for her, who's on the up, to come out and, and run a really good race. How do you say it? Shayu. Shayu. Yeah. I nailed it, obviously, first go. I know my Melbourne horses. Um, what did you say? What did you say? I don't want to say it again, obviously, if I can just butcher it was completely. It, was it Chaylot? 
Chaliot. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's Shayu. I think it's Shayu. Right, right, nailed it. Um, uh, Alingi Stakes race number eight. This is pretty open. We got Varda at five fifty, Rubisaki at five fifty, Emanate at six dollars, Bless Her seven, How Romantic eight dollars, Never Talk nine. Uh, look, I have no idea when the when the market's like this. The only things that have sort of been backed in a little bit, and they haven't been backed, they haven't been smashed, but like a point or two. Um, I guess Never Talks. Oh, not Never Talk. Um, anyway, who are you with? Brick of a race. Um, a lot of these horses actually go really good in the soft too. I'm, I've always had a soft spot for Rubisaki, and I've got to stop getting sucked into these horses I have soft spots for to keep doing my dough. But I think this is a good race for her. Her last preparation, she actually never got a win, um, but she was running in behind really good horses. You know, Dice Roll um, is a horse that she ran second behind and who's come out and been a really good chance in two racks and races like that. Um, I reckon that's pretty good form for a race like this. And first up, obviously taking her down there. So I, I think she's a pretty good bet. Um, but it's a freaking open market. And hasn't won for a while. while. Hasn't won for a while. I think this would be probably the easiest race she's run in for a little while too. So be interesting. Um, very small bet. But yeah, I like Rubisaki just a little bit. Okay. Uh, all right. This is the one. Caulfield Cup. So incentivized. Drawn barrier 20. Um, 240 out to 260. Delphi drawn barrier 19. 650 out to 8 bucks. You got Young Werther there at 10. Nonconformist, which drew 16. 950 out to 12. The Chosen One, a little bit in, um, into $13. Explosive Jack is 14. Montefilia, 16. You got Persan and the likes um, even further. And Douay is even there as well. Um, look, there's been plenty of chat with incentivizing. Delphi both drawing the car park, but does this? How does this work for incentivise? I know that you know we're ex- expected to go forward with these sort of things, but sometimes he, if we look at Queensland, he came from the back. So where do you see it? They've really made it difficult in terms of just on base day. Like when you, if he'd drawn seven eight, he'd be, he'd be jumping a dollar eighty in a Caulfield Cup, which pretty much no horse do, but. I reckon it's pretty good that we're probably going to end up getting three bucks. Um, I think Preble uses him up and just tries to cross and sit in the first three or four and hopefully he doesn't get cast in three deep. I think that's what he has to do. I think he's good enough to get used in the first couple of hundred metres and then settle. Um, I still think he's the winner. I know gate 20's nuts. I, th- I think it was Dunedin's the only horse to ever win from gate 20 in a Caulfield Cup. So I think he's that sort of calibre, though. I think he's pretty good. So... If we can get three bucks, it'll be definitely a have a bit of a go. Um, I think it might young, drift, eh? I think it might drift. I can't imagine that everyone's going to be piling in just seeing gate 20. Yeah. I, I can't imagine he's going to start, start much shorter than 250 anyway. Delphi was really impressive and only gets 52 and a half kilos. Again, if incentivizer drew 20 and Delphi had drawn 7, 8, 9, then it, 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 he'd probably be a really good bet. Yeah. Um, I'm happy enough with incentivised. Non-conformers, how can you knock him too? But again, gate 16. So I know you don't mind. You don't mind explosive Jack, do you? Yeah, I don't mind explosive Jack, but you've got to remember you're up against incentivised. So do you bother taking the odds? I'm not touching incentivised if it's less than three bucks. Put it that way. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty happy. I think. I think we will get three dollars, and I think that Preble's riding so well. I think you'll just make the right decision and. If he uses him up early, I'm not going to be worried about him gassing out late. So, stick him with. on top. 
All right. Go to the last. It's the Caulfield Sprint, and Malkovich is there at four bucks, but it's drifted. It opened three thirty yesterday. It's already out to four bucks. Um, Anthar is the one that's been pretty much halved. It's quote eight bucks into four forty. That's for Kieran Ma and John McNeil again. Curran six to five fifty. Oxley Rhodes at six fifty, and then we go to double figures around with General Bow and All Banter etc. Um, he's a bolter as well. That had um, coming off a bunch of wins. He's a bolter. Um, who are you with? It's a good little race, actually, to finish the day off. I, I like Oxley Road. Um, love that gets 53 kilos and form behind Mars Crusader. And I thought he was actually pretty good in that race. Um, was I picked him as sort of the second best horse in that race. And I reckon he ran just to that sort of calibre. And I think this is a really nice race for him down in the weights too. So I'm with Oxley Road. $6.50 looks pretty good. He's a bolter, just keeps winning too. And they've sort of figured out that doesn't mind Caulfield either. So last couple of wins have been at Caulfield too. So happy with Oxley. Maybe something small and he's a bolter as well. Hey, he's a bolter. Just does heads. And you see it's just won a bunch. It might even come in a bit. People will see that it's won this last couple at Caulfield and just want to jump on. But um, look, even Enthar, far out. Enthar can win. Wish I took Good a bit of the eight. Yeah, wish I took a bit of the eight bucks. Um, all right, best of the day or best bets or whatever. Yeah, Kapalua Sunset, I think. This horse will be winning and winning by a little bit, to be honest. Um, That's for the multis. Be interesting. I'm hoping so. Anyway, I've got it going for something small in the Oaks. So um, hopefully comes out and wins by a couple. And firms in the Oaks, that'd be ideal for me. So happy with Kapalua Sunset as my best for the day there. Sweet. Um, anything at odds? Um, I suppose we'll obviously Rhodes saw them at six fifty seven dollars yeah. Um. I think so. I think when I think Oxley Rhodes are quite a good bet. Um, there was one other one, even Sandy Prince. I think Sandy Prince. I think that'll probably come in a touch. It drifted a little bit. It'll probably get backed in again. Um, yeah, Shayu looks looks like a nice horse too. So five dollars fifty is probably all right. No, I'd no. love you to say it for me. No, I'm say not it saying. for me. Chaliot. Um, obviously Caulfield isn't the only race meeting happening on the weekend. Well, let's, let's touch on the Everest. Um, look. As of right now, Nature Strip is the outright favourite, which is pretty surprising this far out. You'd think it would get back probably like on the day or whatever, um, but today it's completely flipped. Um, Classique's gone four dollars out to four sixty, and Nature Strip four fifty into four dollars. So a sixty cent buffer, which is pretty solid. Obviously, Eduardo had a bit of love. Gtra has as well, um, but mate, Nature Strip four dollar outright. It's such a cool race. I'm just I'm pumped to watch it and keen to see what happens. I think. I can say that punters just love Nature Strip. He's obviously got that racing style and pattern where he's a leader. I'm not with him. I I like Classic Legend just because I think the the preparation, three trials, come out and win all three trials, coming from a failure overseas, and then to not give him a run in the lead up. That's just it's ballsy to me. It just I don't know. It but that can go either way, right? That could be either we're flying under the radar here or it's not going great. Yeah. Uh, also, Les Bridge has come out and said, I can't believe his favourite yeah. and all this. So yeah, we just put that out smells, yeah. It just smells of a typical sort of set-up job where he just comes out and wins by a couple. So I'm with Classic Legend. Eduardo gets his conditions as well. You know, he's six starts, five wins on the soft, three starts, two wins on the heavy. So he actually gets his chance as well. Um, the way in mind with Gitra and... <laughs> similar sort of lead up to his last Everest run and he ran really well in that race too so he's probably the place bet as well 
And then you got Home Affairs, who's the three-year-old, who we know that formula works. Yes, yes, yes. I don't think he's as good as him, but so it's just going to be a ripper race. But I think Classic Legend, if he's wound up, and I'm, I hope I'm not buying into the arrogance, and it's actually the opposite. But yeah, that's the way I'm leaning. Wouldn't it be nice to see Kevin Tari there first emergency? If Kevin Tari gets a run, I think I'm going to call whoever I place my bets with and ask for a refund because. <laughs> I just cannot watch races with him in it. It gives me too much anxiety. And you guys, what about these Melbourne ones, like Inferno or even Wild Ruler coming out of that race? They just got no chance? The Inferno is, is definitely... I probably wouldn't be having anything on him. I think I think 23 bucks is about right. 1,200 looks sort of his trip as well. Um, I just don't know. If, he, if he's next to Mars Crusader... Um, I don't think he's going to outspring him. That's just the way I looked at it. But then again, you've also got the old boy Trekking, who has run pretty well in both his Everest, so he could easily be their top five. Such a good race. Anything could win. I, I don't. I actually don't think Lost and Running can win. There's one that I can, I'm happily rule out and happy to rule out in Grace. So they're the two. But the others, I can. You can make a case for all of them, couldn't you? It would be very surprising. Lost and Running has come off some two pretty ordinary runs, but who knows? Imagine if it just comes out and just brains them. That would be uh, some some training performance from Mr. O'Shea. Absolutely. All right. Well, best of luck. It's a, it's a ripping card of um, racing on the weekend. So, obviously, Absolutely. you'll be sitting on the couch drinking away, and I'll be at the track working my ass off, mate. So, oh, working your tough ass day off. at the office. <laughs> awesome, mate. No, Thanks for joining luck. me, mate. Hopefully, we can make a profit. All right, thanks for joining me. Good on you, mate.